I used to, I, I will say that people don't fail in life because they don't know. People fail because they don't know enough. Are you getting? If somebody scored 20 over 100 and somebody else scored 15, they are both in the same WhatsApp group. Please, one of the admin, kindly help me record this. Thank you. And somebody can make the platform their um, notebook. So as I'm talking, you can just write. And somebody else should help me record. So I will usually say that people don't fail because they don't know. They fail because they don't know enough. So if somebody scores 20 and somebody else scores 15, over 100, they both failed. Even though it seems as if one, you know, scores more than the other. But they are, they both, they are both um, um, in the same category of space. So there is a way, there is a kind of knowledge that we can have about God. I need to network has already stopped, so we are we are ahead. Network has already disturbed us. So there is a way that there is a way somebody can um, perceive God. There is a way you can think God is in your own ideology, and if it does not play out to the way you think God is, you will get angry. Not knowing that maybe somebody proposed God to you in the wrong way, or probably you want God to do the things you. Th- think he should do and i will usually say that in exploring god in knowing god we cannot really we cannot the more we see the more we view the more we don't even know him that's why paul at the apex of his ministry said that i may know him even after uh, moses have had an encounter with him you know he covered his eyes and he passed behind him the Bible says that Moses was still craving to know God. So the more we see him, is the more that we don't even know him. Are you getting? So the more we spend time with him, is the more that we want to know him. So when it, when it has to do with knowing God, we is, we keep exploring him till Jesus comes. But when it has to do with the with um, the topics or the um, how do I put it? When it has to do with scripture learning, we can we can finish our topics and then come back again and continue so there's no fear of oh i've taught something before i should not teach it again no so but when it has to do with knowing god we keep doing what knowing him and there's a way that you can think god is you think it but that's not how god believes i remember somebody said he had a dream and the way he was this des- was describing god to somebody the person had to ask him are you sure it's god you saw or is one father you know that you saw are you sure he's God or one Jiju man? So there's a way we can perceive. I always say the Bible said that Jesus is the express image of God. So if you know in the old testament, there were prophets who, because the prophet are the and the kings, they were the one who usually have the, um, the spirit of God. He comes upon them and then they can prophesy and say many things. So there are times when they miss they misinterpret who God is. But the Bible said that Jesus is the express image of God. So that means everything that the prophet said about God, if we look at the life of Jesus and we cannot see them, we have the right to verify or to go against the thing they said because Jesus is the express image of God. For instance, in the Old Testament, they said a lying spirit came from God. That's not correct. It's a misrepresentation. So Jesus did not just only come to die for us. He became the express image of God. That who God is, everything that the prophet said God is or that God was, if we look at the life of Jesus and we cannot find that kind of thing there, then we have the right to actually... um, um, 
to come against those things which they have said or to actually begin to question the ideology about who God is. So Jesus is the express image of what? Of God. So then in working with God, there are so many kind of ideology that has been proposed in previous years. Probably I will usually say this. People say things, sometimes people don't intentionally mean to, they do not intentionally want to lead people wrong. People speak or say things according to the level of light that is made available to them. It was Isaac Newton that said, if I have seen greater, it's because I have stood on the shoulder of them who are what? If I have seen uh, mother greater or lighter, it's because I have stood on the shoulder of them who are greater. So when there's, there's a kind of proposition that's been proposed about working with God, you know, people tell you, if it's God you're working with, you cannot be into trouble and all of that. Well, in the short chart that we're bringing tonight, it's called working with God. The first thing that you must note in working with God is that it will not always be rosy. You know, sometimes people will come and say that. Ah, the first time I heard this message properly, that a man of God was teaching about whatsoever thing it is. Then he gave an example of how God sent him to Portacot. He said, God sent him to Portacot to go and start a ministry. He said, the first night they prayed together with his wife, no serious prayer, you know, those. Uh, just husband and wife prayer that husband and wife can just do he said they just had a very short prayer and the next morning somebody came to them and told physically not in a dream and said they say i should tell you that i should not pray again in this jury so imagine that god sent you to somewhere and after just doing one prayer just one short prayer the next day somebody came and threatened you so you can check in out and say ah if god sent me i should have a smooth seal it doesn't work that way it doesn't do what it doesn't work that way in fact in the book of exodus let's see the book of exodus 23 verse 23 sorry we are going to check some scriptures this night exodus 23 verse 23 it was god who led them but look at how he led them he said for my angel shall go before thee and bring thee into the amorites and the itis and the perizzites and the canaanites and the evites and the jebusites and i will cut them off it was the angel of god that was leading them but yet he was leading them in the path of troubles where they are going to have to fight where they are going to have to contend in the book of deuteronomy 2 verse 24 he said i have given you the land he said but now begin to contend so that God said something does not mean that. In fact, one of the ways that we verify that God is in a place sometimes is that the storm will be there. Because every time we want to, one of the things that Satan will never like is that you fulfill the will of God for your life. So every time you are in the course of fulfilling God's will, or you are about going to do what God said, you must always encounter an opposition most of the times. So he said, my angel, it was God who was leading them, the angel of God, but look at the way he led them through. So that God says something does not mean there will not be an opposition. That God said, go and start that business does not mean there will not be an opposition. So in following God, in working with God, the first thing that must come to your mind that it is not always rosy. There are instructions that God will give to you that in fact, as, as God gave you that word, God, and there's a way that God, there's a way God speaks. I remember a dear man of God saying that God led them to do a crusade. And after the first crusade, they were about to arrest him. And they had to borrow money and all of that. And to pay those things. It was God who sent them. And after they, they managed to pay, God spoke to them again, go for another crusade. The way God will speak, he will not even speak as if 
is seeing that there's something there. Do you know why? Because when God speaks, he already sees your capacity. He knows that if you mount up, you are going to come out. You are going to you will overcome whatsoever circumstance or situation that is along the way. So that God saying thing does not mean there will be no situation, there will be no opposition. In fact, it is where you even see more opposition because you are going to achieve the will of God. I always use this quote that I heard from Reverend George Ijo, um, um, Pastor George Ijo one years ago. I saw it somewhere. He says, Satan has no business with you when you are already in his net. And I've always said this. There's a way the realm of the spirit works. It works like a threshold. If you are not causing any harm or havoc to Satan, he doesn't really have much business with you until you began to... The Bible never told us that they were after the life of Jesus until he was 30. Until the Bible said the heavens opened and announces him. Then Satan began to move around and started looking for him. Do you get it? So that God said a thing. God said, go and start this business. Join this thing. Does not mean that what? That it will be smooth say, ah, you don't have any opposition. You don't do this. He said, when you walk through water. He said, when you walk through fire. He didn't say, if you. He knows you are going to walk through it. Are you getting it? So we must understand that when God speaks, he knows when he speaks and he also knows that those things will be there but when he told them he said i've given you this land let's see the book of Deuteronomy 2 24. i think reading it out to be more very very good um 2 24. he said rise he said rise thee up take your journey and pass over the river and on behold i've given you i've given into thy thy hand she on the hammerite the king of heshbon the land begin to possess it and contend with him in battle so even though God has given them, he said, I have given into thy hand Sion and the Amorites, the king of Eshbon and his land. He said, begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. I've only said that the gospel of grace is a gospel of responsibility. Just that you exert your energy even though it's like a microphone, the gospel of grace is like a microphone. If you're speaking to 5,000 people, even though you're using your energy to speak, but it is not your energy that is making the 5,000 people to hear you. Your, what you're saying is being amplified by what? By the microphone. So, for the times, what we do is to put the microphone and then I close our mouths. So, this thing, he said, I've given you, he said, I've given into your hand see on the Amorite, the king of Eshbon, his land, begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. In knowing that following God, in the things that God will see are not rosy, is not always rosy the way you think it is. One, one of the first things that you must need is a solid, a, a solid mental toughness. There are people, you know, because we are young people and we are a generation of media and all that, there are people that God told them something, but because of um, what people are saying, probably, and every time you want to pioneer a virgin dimension, what do I mean? If you're the first person to start a kind of thing, if you're maybe, you're the first set of people to start something. I was watching the train movie some time ago, and because it was the story of how they started, and one of the things they narrated there was, when they were starting out, the church they were even starting with said, what is drama? Is that ministry? Blah, blah, blah. And they said all kinds of things. Because as of then, when they started drama ministry, I'm not sure anybody was doing it as of then. So they were pioneering. People said all kinds of things. The pastors, the leaders, the association. 
they said so many things about it but what they had a level of a the man had a level of a very high tough mental what do i call a tough mental alertness also about that i'll call it now very tough mental alertness some of us whatsoever thing that anybody says gets to us if somebody says look at your head your head is very big you go to the mirror and check if your head is very big you will not go far that way there was a story of a a short story that i heard i don't know how true this story is this guy is, is deaf and he's dumb and then he's trying to i think he's trying to climb a tree and then people were speaking and saying you cannot get there nobody has ever climbed before and the more he was climbing because to him he thought people were applauding him so while they were speaking he was climbing until he reached out to his goal so sometimes in achieving or going after what god has said he must be deaf he must be what he must be deaf to people it was Bishop Wedeko that said, those who make the news don't watch the news. They make it so that others can watch. It must be what? Death. There is a kind of attack or there is a kind of criticism that will not come to you until you begin to walk in the path of God. There are some of you, the church that, that maybe our parent, your parents are going to are orthodox churches and they don't pray in tongues. And God is helping you to see light in the family. You're praying in tongues and they will, like, they will look at you. What kind of nonsense are you doing there? What kind of so you must have that mental you must be tough mentally you must be what tough mentally knowing that god says certain things it's not only satan that will come around it must also be what also other people there are people who speak against other people they don't even know that i, I, don't, I don't i don't want to use the wrong word they don't know that they are positioning themselves for satan to use towards other people achieving their goal so always know that when god says thing it does not mean that there will be no challenge it does not mean that everything will all be fine and you must have that word you must be tough mentally because ah they say this one then that means you will not achieve anything remember the story of the dead person i spoke about now then secondly in working with god you must understand the mercy of god and in this mercy of god is not only the mercy of god that gets you things the mercy of God that restricts you from getting things. Let's see, if you check the, the book of Luke, chapter uh, the book of Luke, chapter 12, from verse 16 to 34, he spoke about the story of a, of a rich fool. See, I want to believe that this rich fool may not may, might not have that kind of confidence in himself when he, he didn't have much. But the Bible spoke about this man, he had all in his hand. He has eaten and all that, and he said he was boasting in himself. There are certain kinds of opportunities that, as you begin to work with God, that God will not open to you. There are people who are not advancing financially, who are not growing. It's because it's not because it's satanic attack. It is the mercy of God keeping them. God has vet them. See, did you see how innocent Saul was? When, when he met Samuel, when Samuel anointed him, whoever believed that Saul would be that later radical, whoever believed that Saul would be that later radical, that even when Samuel died, he had to use voodoo to bring back Samuel to life. To, um, um, when somebody died, he had to use voodoo to bring the person back to life so that the person can speak to him. So, there are certain kind of opportunities in working with God. There are people who are not advancing. There are people who are not growing to a level of to which they think they should get to. There are things that I prayed for years ago that I did not get. And today, sometimes when I think, I thank God I didn't get them. There was a time in my life 
when I just gave my life to Christ, I was young, you know, I was staying with some family. And I'm always praying that God, I want to have, I want to stay alone. I want to have, I just gave my life to Christ. That I was still, that I want to stay alone, you know. I just want to be on my own. I, I, I just thank God that God knew that I was foolish that period and did not allow me, did not grant me the opportunity to be alone. Maybe by now I would have had like four children from four different people. See, when even if you are the most strongest person, everybody says you're strong, and God says you're a weak person, accept it. The verdict of God are not always, we're not always wrong. The Bible says that God is not a man to lie. There are certain people who are not growing beyond certain kind of things. It's not satanic attack. It is the mercy of God keeping you that way. Just imagine that um, there are people who are learning skills or certain things and they are asking they should get... I remember somebody, now this is a secular guy. He said something about certain kind of artists that they drop their music and they send their music to him. He said, sometimes the reason he does not upload that music is because he does not want to expose them prematurely. He listens to the music and finds out that some of them are not even good enough for the public to hear them. Because if he put it out in public, they are going to so insult them that they may lose that ability to even improve on, them, on themselves. That is, it is the same way that God is keeping certain people. There are opportunities that God look at you and say no. There's a level of resources that God has looked at you and say no. See, you don't know what happens to a man when he finds abundance. You don't know what happens to a man when all your prayer requests has been answered. Check some of your brothers and sisters who travel outside these countries. Who, because some of the things that we pray for in Nigeria, they are actually careless or useless prayer. You're going to your house and you're praying that life should, life should be there. Life should be there. Like When you get to a country where most of the things I would pray for in Nigeria, a responsible government would absorb it. So most of our prayers are need-driven. So when we get to a position where all these needs can be, sorry, can be met, this is where you know if a man truly loves God. I was discussing with my friend, one of my friends at that time, and he said that in their office, there's something that somebody is doing and he wants them to do and they have a kind of money and all that. And I told her, I said, you know what? If you don't stop now, if you don't stand now to begin to tell them you are not participating in this thing, hmm, you will see when you cannot speak for God in small opportunities, you will not be able to speak to him when you have bigger opportunities. In your office, where you are doing Wayo Magomago of 50,000 Naira, you can, and they give you your own share of 25,000 Naira, you cannot speak and say, I'm not for this. If you want to do, you can go ahead, but I won't do. You are taking the money. You cannot speak for God when there is one billion Naira, when you cannot speak for Him, when there is wrong 25,000 Naira in your account. You can say, No, I don't want this. When, see, some of you say, Ah, God. I, I, I post you in the marketplace, I post you in this place, I post you in that place. God has bent your heart and see how they transfer 10,000 dollars to you, a wrong money that you know very well and you never ask them. You ask the money and pretend. You don't know the things that can happen to a man when he finds abundance. The Bible said, I always use the story of David. He said, the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. So there's neither adversity nor evil occurrence. Then in the next verse, he now said, he now began to say that his heart still pant for the house of the Lord, that he wants to build for God. Who even ever knew that Solomon, look at the way Solomon was. But yet when God gave him the influence and all of the things that God gave to him, he had plenty wives and concubines. 
There are certain things that God not giving you them. See, no matter how much you love your seven-year-old boy, you won't give him a car to ride. God preventing you. So, in the mercy of God, don't only give you opportunities. No, the mercy of God restrain you from opportunities so you not embarrass yourself. There are times when even the job or the skill that you acquire, you don't know it yet and you're praying. See, one of the ways to remain at the back for life is premature exposure. If you don't know how to sow cloth and you come to say, ah, give me cloth, then you sow for me. Definitely I may have sow and you sow rubbish. Even if you, are, you have improved later, it will take a lot of time for me to believe in you again. Why? Because you have come to do what? To expose yourself to me prematurely. And when he was speaking, I was even asking him, do you know how to sew? He said, yes, I can sew. I've been sewing, this and that. So one of the ways that God restrains you, one of the ways that God helps you is by his mercy restrain you from certain opportunities. His mercy restrain you from certain kind of advancement. There are people, now. there's a kind of opportunity that you have. Now, God has, see, it's one prayer that David usually prays. He says, search my heart and see you. You think you don't like woman? See, <laughs> some people think they don't like money. Ah, me, I mean, the opportunity has not revealed itself. I always give the story of Israel. When he, met, he went to meet the prophet and said, well, is the king going to die? And the king told him, say, yes, the king is going to die. Tell you. Then the prophet began to weep. Then he asked the prophet, he said, why are you weeping? It's a weeping because you are going to be king and you are going to do so much wickedness to Israel. You are going to even call people's womb and remove baby from their womb. He said, am I a dog to have done that kind of thing? I won't do that. Cut the long story short. When he became a king, he did worse than the prophet said. But you know what? As of then, when the prophet was giving those prophecies that he was going to do those things, he did not know he was going to do it. If God does not help you, you don't know the level of things that is choking in your heart. You don't know. See, you think, ah, me, until God gives you opportunity and gives you certain kind of thing. Some of you, the, the kind of freedom that you want, God has checked your heart and said, no, for now, you have not grown to that point. So in working with God, you must understand that there are things that are not attacked. It is the mercy of God restraining you from those kind of opportunity. Then thirdly, in working with God, you must know that, see, it is not much about the things that God said. It is about the things that we do. Some of you here, you have books that you wrote the things that God had told you. You know, you, you, you wrote things that God told you about five years ago. But if I ask you, how many of how many of the things God told you have you done? You've not done any of them. See, in working with God, people who command attention or resort or who command the presence or the who command the help or the hand of god whatsoever way that he wants to put it are not just those who hear what god says are those who do what god says because faith is not just believing what god says is doing what you have believed now one person that will look at the life of um, um abraham in the book of genesis chapter 12 verse 1 when god asked him to depart that to, to go to a land I was going to show him. In the in verse 4, the Bible told us he did and he departed. Then again, Genesis chapter 17, verse 11, God told him about circumcision in verse 23. The Bible showed us how he circumcised himself. So there are things that, there are, there are, see, 
Do you know their major ministries today? They did not burn out from dramatic encounters. They burn out from leading. They burn out from God putting a word. They burn out from God showing just a short vision. And they go ahead. There are people that God spoke to. And do you know what? In this kingdom, bishopry can be taken. God will wait for you forever. God will do what for you. See, it is good to fulfill destiny. But it is always better to fulfill it on time. It is what? It is good to fulfill destiny. There are people that, in working with God, one of the major things that we must know is obedience. It's not just hearing what God says, but doing the things to which he has said. So, if God, God would have told Abraham, depart, and he said, ah, God told me you go and write it. Some of you, you have books where you wrote prophecies, the things God has told you. But if I ask you, how many of the things he has said that you have done anything in respect to it? None. And if you're here, you pray and say, ah, I, I don't used to hear God. Your case is another case. We'll come back to you later. But for you who have been hearing God, and God has been speaking to you, hey, go and pray for three hours. Go and pray for two hours. Hey, do this. Call this person. Send money to this, this person. Hey, do this and that. Do you know there are some times I'm praying, I have to pause the prayer because God says something. And I have my book here and I'll go and write. Yesterday, I was, always, I was almost moved to tears because my life, it's like working in the prophecies of things that God had told me. Before I came down to this city, when I came down, I went back to one to the book where I write the things God speaks to me to, and I found out that by early this year, God had told me about holding a meeting in this town, and I never knew that I was bringing me here. Yesterday, he said something again, and I went back to the book and saw that he had said the same thing earlier before. So, in following God, is not just about documenting what he has said. is following and doing the things he has said. See, a man who does things that God has said will see more results than a man who consistently hear God and not do. So, the result is not in hearing. No, the result is in hearing and doing. The result is not in what? Hearing. The result is in what? Hearing and doing. God has said the thing and then you will do the things to which you are. Is Abraham now depart in verse 4? The Bible shows that he departed. God told you this, God said that, but none of it that you've done. There are people that God gave instruction, you know, they praying every midnight, 12 to 2, um, 2 to 12 30. They say, uh, you know, some people will now come and discourage you and say, Where is it in the Bible? See, when God gives you a personalized dealing, they, for certain things, they may not, they, they won't contradict scripture, but they may not expressively bring scripture. God said, pray from 12 to 1 every midnight. And you go and discuss with one of your friends that is as carnal I see. It's all those things. Where is the inside Bible to pray like that? Where is the inside Bible? See, be, be, be aware, be, be very conscious of those who give you all this kind of ungodly counsel. They look godly, but they are carnal counsel. When God will say something to you and you won't be able to do it, you won't even take steps in doing it at all. So there are people who say, Ah, God, I prayed about the situation. God is not speaking. See, God will not speak more than your last obedience to the things He has said. The last time God spoke, did you do it? The last time God gives you instruction, did you go? So, did you ever wonder that? Some of you, there are times when it has happened to me before, where you ask the Holy Ghost to wake you and He wake you, He wake up. But there are times when you only go sweaky and you refuse to wake up consistently, then you lost that thread. 
you will pray now it's as if they didn't wake you again because see this consistent disobedience consistent disobedience is rebellion consistent what disobedience is what rebellion god said this god said i don't want to hear what god has told you what are you doing in respect to what god has told you god told me this god told me that god said this so in working with god one of the things that is very paramount is obedience is one of the things that make abraham so stand out god said this in fact he was saved do you even know that noah was saved the way you are saved <laughs> i was studying the other day and i saw it noah was saved the way you are saved the bible said that abraham is saved the way we are saved we say believe god and it was counted unto him for righteousness I was studying the other day and I found it that Noah was saved the same way that you, you are saved. Now, let me read from the book of Hebrew chapter 11. I'm using a TPC version. Hebrew chapter 11 verse 7. It says, Faith opened Noah's heart to receive revelation and warning from God about what was coming, even things that, that never been seen. But he stepped out in reverent obedience. Are you hearing? He stepped out. Even though he had not seen rain, but he stepped out. He said he, he stepped out in reverent obedience to God and built an ark that will save him and his family. By his faith, the world was condemned, but Noah received God's gift of righteousness that comes by believing. You were saved now. Righteousness is a gift. That was the same with Abraham. So the concept of salvation did not even start first with Abraham. He has started far with Noah. He said, but what? Noah received God's kids by faith, by doing what? Obedience to what God said. So there are people that God has said so many things to. Do this and do that. Your own is to be writing, but never doing. Ever learning, ever hearing, but never putting to work. It's not about what God has said. It's about taking steps. Every time God says a thing, we are making move already. Lastly, in working with God, see, the last word, you will not always understand you. You not always what? When God asked Abraham to depart in Genesis chapter 2 verse 1, he didn't even say, to the land to which I will show you. Let's read. Because sometimes reading these things always help us. Genesis chapter 12. He said, Now the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. That I will show thee in following God. I wish it is every time you smile. There are times when you cry, but still have joy. I say it here that joy is not the absence of tears. Joy is not the absence of tears, but is a state of mind that God loves me. So I can be crying, but yet there's still joy. So in following God, you will not always understand what he's doing with you. In fact, a dear man of God once said that if you always know what everything about your life is an indication or a sign that God will not be with you because there are lonely parts. There are times when God will say something and even you, you look at it. Am I not being foolish? Are you sure I heard God? What is God saying? You know, what is what is this thing that God is saying? I, so in following God, there are times, many times, that he will say things and you will not understand the things I'm saying. You just follow him. He said, and thou shalt hear what behind you. 
is Isaiah, I think 30, 30, 21. Is that thou shall ye word behind you? Saying this is the way, walk ye therein. When you turn left, and then when you turn right. So there are seasons, there are times when you will know that. See, you may not even have that dramatic stuff. It's just scriptures that will be comforting you. That God. There are times when people will not even understand you. You may try to want to explain yourself sometimes, and God said, Don't explain. In following God, there are so many things. Look at the way that Joseph became prime minister. The way, look at the, the route to which God passing through. They sold him. He didn't know he was going, he was going to become prime minister. He thought everything was now good in his life. You know, he's now he now went to Potiphar's house, of course. You know, things were better. And then you sugar mommy came again and said, You must, you must stay with me. See, let me tell you something. That's why you must follow what God because when you are following God, Satan will bring routes that look very short to get the things you to, to get certain things. Just imagine that, okay, and Joseph said, I've seen this sugar mommy, now yeah, I go die. And he was sleeping with that Potiphar's wife. That The best would have been is the storekeeper of Potiphar. But he knew what he's doing. He followed through. And that's why, again, in standing for righteousness, may even get into trouble. Because that was what Joseph was doing. He was standing. He said, I love God, but I can't do this to him. So standing for righteousness, I won't sleep with my boss, may, may get you out of your job. And for months, you may not get job. But I told you that working with God does not mean tears will not be a part of it. No. Does not mean... So it's, it's not an absence of tears, but it's a state of mind that God loves me and then that is with me. He leads me and guides me to the part of better life. He leads me and guides me, guides me to the part of better life. That's when God leads, I trust his leading. See, God, a man of God usually gives this proverb. We say, if God wants to give you 10 million naira tomorrow, Satan will bring 2 million naira today. 5, five naira. So you can be big. So when God is leading you, there will be other shortcuts. Young sisters, you will see men, married men, say, come, I can help you. I will give you this and give you that. Brothers, you will see other guys doing certain things that are ungodly that can bring resources. Every time God is leading a man, it may seem very far. Satan will always bring a shortcut that looks very short. Believe me, Satan gives you shoe and then takes your leg. It does what? It gives you shoe and then takes your leg. So in following God, there might be moment of tears. You can cry if you have to cry, but don't give up. You can, you can, you can cry. Sometimes you can even feel discouraged, but God is with you. Sometimes people can say certain things and you know, and they don't know what God is doing with you. They don't know the path that God is following through with you. They can say things that, that may be mean to you. They can say things that may be discouraging. But add this in mind. That, see, God loves you. The way to know that God loves you is John 3, 16. He said, for God so love you. Put your name there. That he gave Jesus. And then in Romans chapter 8, he said, if he can give you Jesus. That, so, 
to know that God loves you is not by the amount of salary they are paying you. No, it's not by the by the way Nigerian economy economy favors you. It's not because they stamp your visa, your visa and you can travel out. No, the testament that God loves you is in John three sixteen that He gave His only begotten Son for you. So in the face of all of these challenges, people can say things. Somebody was speaking to me yesterday. He said, our entire family has traveled out of the country. That if she wants to go, it's very easy for her. So I asked her, I said, why are you not moving? He said, God has not spoken to me to move. So I'm in this country until God speaks. So there are decisions that people may take. And you know, it is, it is wisdom for you to also go that way. But there are things that cement right unto men. But the end is destruction. They are not. See, we must not, we must learn not to interpret things with the eyes of carnality. Just imagine that if somebody wanted to help Joseph and get out of the prison, they would have smuggled him and do one, and he would have aborted what God wanted to do with him. So, in following God, there are seasons of tears, I promise you. There are seasons where you don't understand what God is doing. See, when you check your boat, the storm may be there, the wind may be there, but just check if Jesus is there, relax. In walking with him, the storm may come, wind may come, but once you verify that Jesus is there, then relax. So there are so many seasons that you don't understand. There are, even as I'm saying this, there are some of you who are going through these things, so many things that you, you know God is the one who led you, but he's not looking as if he's the one who led you. The growth and the things that you're trusting would have happened in what God asked you to do is not happening. The things you wrote down in your prophetic book that God had told you concerning marriage, concerning job, concerning relocation, concerning so many things, you're not seeing it. I bring a word from the Lord for you tonight that is with you, is with you, that God is with you. I know things may be hard, but he's there with you. I know things may not be the way you thought they would be, but God is with you. I know that you you, you made a, a, a wrong choice in respect to what you think you prayed and you heard God, but God is, is with you. I know that the financial issue is pressing your neck, but God is with you. I know that this marital issue is pressing your neck, but God is with you. Please pray in the spirit. Reko bele kabarande do shekababababo sekabaradada. Reko bele kababo siki barande do shekabarababa. Leko bele katata shekabarababa.